Hi, and welcome to We Are Outnumbered, the podcast where we talk about being married, having kids, and family stuff in general. I'm Anthony, and with me is my wife, Kristen. Hello, everyone. I forgot your name. Sure. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, just as we get started, I always like to remind that there's time codes in the description if you want to jump around and all that kind of great stuff. And let's get started. Are you all ready? Okay, right, let's jump I right need, into it. I need to adjust my chair. Okay. I realized I have it in game mode. <laughs> <laughs> and it's too short. There we go. There's game mode. There's recording mode. There's work yes, mode. work mode. There's all sorts of modes. <laughs> it's a very versatile chair. Ala mode. It's where I light it on fire and put ice cream on it. I was going to say, what does fire have to do with it? Or is that, isn't that with a little blowtorch? No. I think it's just ice cream. <laughs> What's with the blowtorch? Creme brulee? Oh, yeah. Creme brulee it. Um, yeah. All right. So we got some news for Kristen. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. (laughs) Are you sure? Yes. All right. Uh, So this is from... Now, I saw this everywhere. I'm just reading it off of Fox News. Uh, Treasure stash worth over $1 million found in the Rocky Mountains after decade-long search. Nice. Yeah. A New Mexico treasure hunter revealed that his chest of gold... Jewels and other valuables worth over $1 million has been found. Nice. Uh, ten years ago, Forrest Fenn gained a cult following when he announced that he had hidden a chest somewhere in the Rocky Mountains. He inspired tens of thousands to set out in search of his treasure. Hmm. But the prize eluded everyone until now. Fenn revealed to the Santa Fe New Mexican on Sunday that a man who wished to remain anonymous had discovered the chest a few days ago. The unnamed hunter... Sent Fenn a photo of the chest uh, to confirm his discovery. Fenn originally designed the treasure hunt as a means of leaving behind a legacy. In 1989, he was diagnosed with a terminal form of cancer, Hmm. but managed to recover. He claimed that he hoped to tempt people to venture into the wild and give them (laughs) old-fashioned adventure for riches. That's fun. Uh, So, yeah, so he left a bunch of clues, all sorts of different things, and, uh, yeah, I wonder how far some people went to find it. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. It's like it's an fun. old school, like, you know, like national treasure I was going to say national adventure. treasure, yeah. Yeah, you know, I wish I would have known about that. Yeah, 1989. <laughs> You're five years old. Yeah. No, yes, five years old. So, what is it? So, when now is... Well, I guess he was diagnosed in 89. When did it start? Ten years ago. Oh, he ten did. years ago. He started ago. it ten years okay, ago. Okay, so you were 26. Oh, I gave away your age. Is that okay? What? I gave away your age. What did you just say? I said, so you were 26? Ten years ago? Yeah. I legitimately forgot how old I was <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> legitimately. I couldn't remember. Somewhat like I, I well, needed it for something and I was like, I legitimately, I thought I was like 38 or something. I forgot. What? I don't know. I forgot how old I was. I mean, time for the last, like, three months has been pretty relative, but... Right, but it, you know what it is. It's just... <laughs> it. I don't know. It's just, it just you know... just keeps speeding up. Once you hit... 30s weren't supposed to exist, like, in my mind. <sighs> yes. And then we're in them now, and I don't... It's just... Every decade, whether you're in your teenage years, your 20s, or your 30s, like, the middle part of it, because there's no like milestone. milestone it just you get lost in it you know <laughs> so like the, to me 
there's been no difference between like 33 and 36. Yeah. And there probably won't be another one until I hit 40. And however and many years that is. You're going to have a meltdown. Why me? I have my meltdown at 30. You might have your meltdown at 40. I could care less at this point. Oh, well, I thought you were going to have another one. I'm playing with house money now because I didn't <laughs> think we'd exist. Oh my goodness. Not that I would die, but I just thought like you I would hit 30 existing. and it would just magically disappear. Wow. I, I don't, I legitimately don't. And now, you know what's really weird is when I do math and figure out like, like stories that we tell about our parents realizing that like my mom was like 24 when it happened or 25 my dad was like 29 you know some of these stories i look back and i'm like oh my goodness my parents were young like not that you know what i mean like yeah like i remember younger than us right now well no 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 no. well my dad and i we were the same age when we had our first kid basically or roughly yes and so like no i mean more like I, when you look at your parents, you feel like they're so old. Oh, no, I'm saying... And you go back to remember, but then... They were, like, than we are right now, is what I'm saying. Like, they were younger than... Like, when you think of those stories, you're like, wow. Like, we feel young right now, but they were even younger than what we are right now. Well, I mean, relative. Yeah. I'm saying, like, my kids right now are the same age. I'm the same age as my dad when my kids were. So I'm just saying, when I think of my dad, I'm just saying, I thought he was like in his 60s when I was 12. You know what I mean? Like, like 30s felt like 60 yes. as a child. But then you get into your 30s and you're like, I still don't know what I want to be when I grow yeah. up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's... I just got really close to the mic because I am I realized these headphones are on and I don't want the wireless interference. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just... It's... You've... Yeah, I don't know. Now I'm wondering, like, when I'm in my 50s and 60s, I'm still no, not going to know yeah, what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> probably. All right, so our topic for today, we're actually going to spread this out over a couple weeks um, so that we just kind of, you know, we've got something. But I came across an article, um, actually a couple, because I had this idea of just, uh, this one is coming from moms.com. Okay. Um, but it's 20 common questions from new parents. Uh, now they've, in this article, which I'll link, of course, um, they've uh, had a pediatrician answer, but some of them popped up. Like as I'm reading through them, I'm like, oh, those are things that we can kind of talk about from a practical, from us experiencing it maybe the first time or the third time, mm-hmm. um, and just uh, the ideas behind them, um, as well as sharing what the pediatrician. This article is written by Julia something. Okay. I can't pronounce it. Okay. Corneva. Uh, so. Yeah, so I figured we'd do like five a week for four weeks, okay. um, and then go, go from there, all Sounds right? good. You ready? Ready. Number 20, so we'll do 16 through 20, because that's five, right? Okay. Right? Yes. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. <laughs> yes. I always get confused when you do numbers, because it's like, that was only five. Well, yeah, because, yeah. All right. In what cases should I call a doctor? See, in this case, we are very, like... Maybe we are are too conservative on this because we rarely ever call the doctor. <laughs> okay, now here's my question. How do we want to handle this? Do we want to like say how we would answer it and then how the pediatrician would? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, we never call well, the doctor. <laughs> I have to say when... Okay, first time parents. Let's go with first time because, you know... Well, they, and then this is this what is this, first this is for first time parents or new parents. I say... When we had our first child, our first calls were to our parents. 
when there was something wrong or we weren't sure, like, okay, they got a little sniffle. Do I need, you know, what should I do? And our parents most of the time were like, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, we worried about everything. Yeah. Like, that's course. just normal. Yeah. You worry about everything. Every cough, every... Their like, fever is 99.2. <laughs> yeah. Or 99. Yes. It's, it's not, what, it, what is it? What's a normal temperature? 98.6. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they're at 98.9. <laughs> they're going to die. Yeah. We have failed. Like, everything. You worry about everything to the point where, like, I don't, I mean, I, you always hear the rare thing of like, oh, I slept fine and all this. And where did this term sleep like a baby come from? I think because they can sleep through anything. I've very rarely seen any baby sleep. <laughs> at least at the beginning. Um, but, I mean, well, other than Avery. Uh, <laughs> I guess one out of three. That's still yeah. a pretty high percentage. Um, but no, like, I don't remember sleeping for the first couple months no, because no. you're just every sound, everything. It's, it's actually why well, one of, <laughs> when, when someone's like a new parent, one of our, like my first advice is you got to get the baby out of your room. Yeah. Like you got to go put them. If you have a nursery, put them in the nursery. You need sleep. Yes. And you're not going to sleep and get a, get a, some kind of noise canceling, like a really high quality baby monitor. Not one that goes off every two seconds. You yeah. need something that's very high quality that, only activates when the baby is like moving and upset or or that yeah. kind of thing because um, you need sleep yeah uh, that I feel like you know with our next children mm-hmm. we were better but I mean as far as calling the doctor we always called our parents first yeah we always called our parents first I mean there was of course if the fever was really high or like you know really bad cough or I remember Avery one time hurt because she she always has like a happy demeanor and she had a super high fever but was still like playful and happy but we were like this is really high i think we should call the doctor and it ended up she had an ear infection yeah like but yeah it was like a uh, i guess we should i should we i guess we should call well and we have uh well two things i remember my mom at one point or my dad one of them saying like you realize the last time we had a baby... Yeah, I know. <laughs> ...was 20 years ago. And all of you, it all blurs together. Right. So I have no idea. Um, you know, and then we also... We have a friend who's in... Who, well, he yeah. was an EMT. Now he's uh, studying to, you know, be, be a physician's assistant. And so we always take pictures of yes. anything that's wrong and send it to him and be like, is this the hospital? Do we need to go to the emergency room? <laughs> Um, we love and, you, Evan. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know, like always text him like, hey, uh, how gross of a picture can I send you? <laughs> um, you know? And so, uh, which in most cases, like he's like, no, all they're going to do is this or all yeah. they're going to do is this. Just watch for this, this, and this. If this happens, you need to go to the which doctor. Which is comforting. Yeah. It's comforting having someone like that right. in our lives. Um, you know, but yeah, I, you know what it is, I guess. A lot of times when you do, the times that we did go to the doctor uh, for things that we, I mean, obviously, if their arm is like falling off, go to the doctor. (laughs) But there's a lot of times with colds and stuff that I feel like we overreacted and then we get them all, we get them out. Yes. Bring them to the doctor, expose them to more things while their immune system's already down, you know, and then Mm -hmm. the doctor goes, oh, do you just, they just got to ride it out. Right. You know, there's only been, our kids really, one or twice, they had like an ear infection that actually needed um antibiotics but like for the most part it 
you know, unless it tarried, you yeah. know, uh, yeah. Or like, you know, like their breathing is impaired or something like that. Like something obvious that needs. Right. But, okay. I have to preface this with you. You have like God has given you an intuition and I think, you know, I think, you know, when and it's not a bad thing to call your doctor, but no. this is just a personal thing like this is not for everybody like call your doctor they're to be trusted <laughs> you pay them enough yes you pay them it's okay i'm just saying this is how we feel in our well, parenting. to me in what cases should i call a doctor when you don't feel comfortable yes when you don't feel comfortable just call the doctor yes i i think there's nothing wrong even just give them no. a call hey what do you, this is what's going on what do you think should i bring them in and if you have a pediatrician yeah that isn't receptive to that Oh, get a new pediatrician. Yeah. Our first pediatrician was terrible. Yes. They treated our daughter like a number. Yeah. Um, uh, we are small people, mm-hmm. which means our children are small people. Yeah. Um, and uh, our first pediatrician wanted to send uh, our oldest to all sorts of like gastro intestinal things specialists. And, and specialists because she wasn't even on the growth chart. And we're like, but, but she she's was consistently eating. She's growing. healthy. She's yeah. growing. Well, I don't know. She's real tiny. And so we, 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 sh- we shifted to a new pediatrician, mm-hmm. walked in, and the first day she walks in uh, and the, she goes, well, you know, she's a little small. She started saying that. And then she looked up, looked at you, looked at me and goes, never mind. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is our pediatrician. <laughs> um, she is also the same pediatrician that goes, you guys never call. Yeah. Is everything okay? Usually, you know, first-time parents or, or young parents, uh, um, you know, and at the, the, when we switched, did we have Avery? We had, we had just, like, Avery went to her, uh, like, we, we put her down as a, um, the hospital. Right, that's, yeah. They, so like, we so didn't they both, quite have Avery. I'm pretty right sure they there. both came in yeah. as Avery was born. Um, But we're like, yeah, we just, you know, we're not... I don't, yeah. We, I don't know. Yeah. We're just so, um, but I, you know, I think the right answer to that is when you feel, don't feel comfortable with what's happening right. with your kid, you know, call, just call. Yeah. Uh, so don't the, be afraid to call your pediatrician. No, my goodness. They, That's you, what they're there for. Yeah. You're paying them. Yeah. Um, the, the pediatrician says, yeah. <laughs> um, the answer is it, it must be first and foremost question that concerns all new parents. Should I call a doctor if anything unusual happens? Um, only call in emergencies, that and that. Uh, of course, there are situations where parents can help the baby relieve their unpleasant symptoms by themselves. For instance, doctors say that between three and six months for mild illness, with or without fever, a parent may administer Tylenol, um, yes. for a few <laughs> days. If it continues, if the symptoms continue, highly recommend to take doctor in. Um, you know, if they haven't slept or eat for a few days, has diarrhea, vomiting, time to call a specialist, yeah. So, yeah. it, and a lot of times when you call the office, that's what the nurse that exactly. picks up is going to tell you. They're yes. going to be like, it's all, sometimes it's all you need is a reassuring, a comforting it's okay. Answer. Your kid doesn't have some rare disease. Right. You know, first of all, never go on WebMD. No, please. You know, your kid no. does not have a rare disease from the Amazon. <laughs> uh, you know, um, but that's always been something that I've heard time and time again from doctors and nurses yes. and, and things is if they're. If there's a lot of diarrhea or vomiting because yes. babies can't always get 
the fluids back in. Right. Um, if that is a consistent thing happening, yeah, you know, for a couple days, then you, you, know, you probably need to go to the doctor because they'll be dehydrated. Right. You know, it and it depends. Yeah. You know, if their kid's a good eater and they're replenishing, but yeah, Just when to call the doctor when, when you, you feel, feel like, like you need to call yeah. the doctor. Um, it's okay. Yeah. I, which we've learned. You yeah. Know, we, 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 I mean, I say we don't call the that. doctor, but we call our friend who is exactly. in the medical field. Exactly. You know, constantly. Yes. So, um, all right. Number 19. Yes. What should I do when my baby has a fever? <laughs> this kind of ties in. It does. Um, I think we learned this with our first one because fevers are such a, it can, can be a scary thing. Especially if they don't have any other symptoms, you're like, oh no, what's wrong? But um, I think our first, our sorry, our second, our pediatrician that we have now kind of gave like a reassuring, like they give you a number and if they stay at this number too long, then call the doctor. You know, like if they're, if their fever is super high and it's not coming down at all, they probably need to come in. Right. If they, if it stays, if it's not breaking at all, then it needs to come in. Yeah, I, I've never, fevers don't really worry me yeah. that much um, because it's just the body fighting, doing what it's supposed to be doing. Right. Um, I've, what I've heard from our pediatrician, you know, whenever we, we have called and yeah. asked, it's the same thing. It's, are they lethargic? Right. Are they, or are they still being, if they're still being themselves mm-hmm. pretty much. And see, we'd had that one rare exception where, right, you know, with Avery, <laughs> with Avery who, you know, and again, we should know from her personality, she's a tank. It doesn't matter what kind of pain or right. discomfort. She's still going to be herself. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, if a kid is, you know, they're not themselves yeah. and they have a fever that has lasted a while. Um, we semi recently had a weird one. I mean, we were, our whole family was sick from like December till through January. January. Yeah. Um, and Kaylee got a fever that yeah. lasted like, I think it broke for like one day. Like it, she had it for like four days. It broke for like a couple hours, then had it again for three days. And we we're like, all right, we got, we're going to the doctor, you know? But the thing is, it wasn't like a super high temperature. It no. was like a low one. And, but then I got it and had the exact same thing. It was just a weird. <laughs> Just your you body know, fight, trying just, to fight something. Yeah, and so like, what do you do? Like, what we did specifically when our kids had a fever, um, because then you have to throw in our kids when they were teething. Yeah. Would I mean they're I mean Kaylee she'd skyrocket to one hundred and four. Yeah. But it would be for like two hours. Yeah. Um, uh, we found like a it was like a homeopathic, like all natural teething drops thing yeah. drops. They that, were we call them the miracle drops. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, it would drop their fever instantly. It would drop. It would everything would just instantly. Um, now and and then we knew it was teething. Yes. If it stayed, then we knew it was something else. Right. But um, within fifteen minutes, oh, she was like a totally different person. Totally different. <laughs> you know, and babies. I mean, they could start teething. I mean, early, yes. some late. You know, so uh, you watch it. Yeah. And for us, we watch it and things like that. Um, anything else before I read what the pediatrician says? Well, let's see what the pediatrician okay. says. Okay. Uh, the majority of calls to pediatrician's office come from the parents whose babies have a fever. But it is necess- but it is necessary to call any time. But is it... I can't read today. <laughs> but is it necessary to call any time they have a fever or their instance where a parent can deal with it themselves? Uh, in fact, any infant three months or younger should be seen by a doctor right away in case mm-hmm. of any fever. 
Um, if the baby is older than three months, specialists say that the parents should call a doctor if the fever becomes too high, over 100.4 degrees Fahrenheit for babies yeah. under three months, and over 104 for babies older than three months. If the temperatures are lower, parents can give their baby Tylenol. Uh, it'll reduce the fever by one degree and let the baby sleep comfortably. Important to note, talk to the caregiver about medication and its dosage before giving it to the baby. Which, I will, I, again, why I love our pediatrician We've called before. Mm -hmm. I remember early on when we'd call and I'm like, oh my gosh, they've had 102 fever for two days now. And they're like, so? Yeah. Yeah. If it lasts, they're like, how old? Like well, you know, she's one. And they're like, okay, if that, if it's 102 a week from now or like five days, yeah, you know, whatever it was, days. they're yeah. like, until it hits, goes over 104, don't worry about it. And even then give them some Tylenol. <laughs> and if it goes down, don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and yeah, and you and under three months, yeah, yes, like definitely, we, we, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, one thing we did find out with all this sickness, the baths mm -hmm. with what was ginger. it, ginger? Oh my yeah, goodness, it was amazing. The ginger baths, just to, I mean, literal, just the spice ginger. We put it in yeah. the bathtub. Um, Kay Kaylee was the one; she always gets really yes. high fevers uh, when she's sick. Anything. Mm -hmm. She went from like 104 yeah. down to like 99 with one ginger bath. I yeah. couldn't believe it. Um, and so, yeah, that's a really cool little yeah. thing. I, I was amazed. We always do baths in general because yes. it cool. You like a lukewarm and you let them sit and let the water kind of come off. Um, but the ginger knocked it down another degree. Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah. It's just a way for your body to naturally bring that down. Just 130, 120. Four, that's high yeah so you know we wanted to make sure that it came down just a little a bit a little bit well it's the discomfort they, right they can't get comfortable yeah. they can't sleep which right. then their body can't repair all sorts of things you know yes and again like whenever we felt like this was a situation that we couldn't you know that it was lingering yes. or they weren't being themselves we, we just just call the doctor that's yeah. why they're there you know and then we got instruction from them i again i am just happy if you have a pediatrician that you don't feel comfortable talking yes. to, find a new one. Right. Like we trust our pediatri yes. pediatrician to the T, yes. you know, because they've always been very, well, how long, what, don't worry about it. Just they're fine. They're going to live. It's yeah. okay. And there's been the, the one time with Avery, they go, no, you need to bring her in. Yeah. That's, there's something off. I think there was some, one other symptom that I think her ears, I don't know, she was pulling on them or something or something. There was, but yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah. so it, I guess with these two questions, the very first question you need to ask is, do you, have you found a pediatrician you feel comfortable? The yeah. office. And it's the whole office because yes. you're mainly going to be talking to the nurses right. on the phone yes. and things. So you need to find a place that you the nurses are great, the pediatrician's great, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I say most places. I, I don't know. We live in a very populated area. Right. It could be in a smaller town. You talk to the you doctor. Talk to the doctor. <laughs> uh, all right, number 18. Uh, why should I swaddle my baby? Why do you think? Well, what I've always heard, and I have not done a lot of research on this, but it's that they feel comfort, like they're being held, or in the womb. They're kind of like they feel like there's something around. You know, there's something yeah. there. You know, keeping them comforted. 
Yeah, that's what I was. I always assumed too. This is just one of those things you were taught. I, just assumed, I didn't think about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, well, they came out of a very enclosed space. <laughs> I mean, I would think that that just gives them comfort, yeah. like they're back inside of mommy. Right. Um, you know, that's got to be pretty jarring. I know some people are like, oh man, the baby's got to be excited to be free. Well, I mean, just think if about that's like. Where you... If, lived your whole life. <laughs> well, 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 I was just going to say, like, imagine you grew up in one town your whole life, and then I just pick you up and drop you off in, like, Australia. <laughs> You're That's free! Gonna, it's like, uh, uh, like, I, okay, so going on a missions trip, yeah. you know, going out of the country. You know, the one of the first times I went out of the country, we were so excited. Do you know why? When we saw something. Can you guess what, what it was? McDonald's. McDonald's. That's a hundred percent. You know, we saw McDonald's, we went in and we were so excited. Now they had none of the same food yeah. and it was gross, but, but it's a, but it was a comfort. comfort it was something yeah. that we knew. And so I always assumed it was just kind of the same way with the baby. Yeah. You know, a baby Yeah, and swaddling works. Yeah. And oh man, it's so much easier now they've got with our third, oh with our first, they didn't have all these cool little yeah. things. What the happened Velcro in the last 10 the... years? I, I feel like know. they've, not even 10. The last five years, yeah. when I see someone, uh, you know, like having babies now, yeah. I was like, what is that? They're like, oh, it does this, this, and this. I'm like, where was this? I know. Why was this the market that didn't get anything until our kids now don't our need kids any are not it? even that old. But they have the, like, the, the pre-swaddle. Like, yes, it's already, the just, Velcro. Yeah, and the... and it, yeah. No, I had to learn the Taekwondo, <laughs> the like, taco I mean, thing. I'm sorry, burrito. Burrito. <laughs> Not taco. Yeah, you roll them up. And, um, so here's what the pediatrician says. Uh, Swaddling is a comfort measure for babies. It lets them feel soothed because it reminds them of how they felt in the womb. Wow, look at that. For this reason, it helps them sleep better. Uh, typically, it's recommended to swaddle the baby up to four months of age. Uh, meanwhile, parents should watch the child carefully to know when to stop doing it. As soon as the child learns to roll... Mm -hmm. uh, by themselves, parents need to stop swaddling. If a yeah. swaddle baby turns on their belly, they lie down on their face and won't be able to turn back, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, I feel like we didn't make it past like two months. <laughs> uh, I think usually it was once they started breaking out on their yes. own. There yeah. wasn't, I was like, what's the point? Well, hey, if they're going to break out on their own, they're going to. Yeah. Although, you know what? Now that they have these Velcro ones, though, that could be more of an issue. Yes. Because they can't break out of it on their yeah. own. So uh, maybe that's like a precursor to. Could be. You're not getting as much information out of them so mm. uh yeah. yeah all right uh number 17 why is my baby crying oh i think that is the very first question that all parents ask themselves <laughs> what can i do to help my baby like what is wrong and and i think was it our one of our birthing classes they gave us like five reasons why you're your baby is crying or something like that <laughs> i don't even know if it was five but <laughs> I mean, the obvious is dirty diaper, yeah. hungry. Those yeah. are the two first. Yes. After that. Gas. Gas. Oh, yes. Gas. <laughs> which gripe water or yes. whatever. They have they got gas the drops. gas drops. Uh, but then sometimes I think they just cry to mess with you. <laughs> because how many times, and that is the most frustrating, that's got to be the most frustrating part. Not the lack of sleep. Yeah. Not the it's when they're crying, Why are you crying and you've given them everything and to the point where like you almost start to cry because yes. you're like, why <laughs> I've done are everything you for you. Why? We've done it all. <laughs> That's where it's like, it's like you just, there comes a point where you just either you swap off with your partner yes. or if you're both fed up, I, there were times that I would just lay, especially, you know, right, I'm, I'm going back to Kaylee a lot, Yeah. Um, but I remember putting her down and just I putting her down like in her crib, make sure she's safe, still yeah. screaming 
and walking out of the room. Just for a couple minutes. I just minutes. need, I'm like, I need a couple minutes yeah. because... You have to get yourself together. Your crying has now drilled into my brain <laughs> and into my soul. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, sometimes they just cry to cry. It just, it is what it is. Yeah. I And I think part of it is, especially as they get older, mm-hmm. and I say older, when they're like six months, eight months old, um, you know, in that range, they're processing and learning so many yes. things I think some of it is just they're frustrated that they can't tell you what it is that they want. Yes. You know, maybe they can point a little bit. Maybe they can do different things, but they can't tell you, hey, I want that cup. Yes. You know, or hey, I want a snack. You know, hey, I want want to pet that dog over there. I see it. I want to pet it. Yeah. You know, some of it is just they're frustrated that they can't tell you what they want. That's not necessarily need because we we attend to the (laughs) needs. That's true. It's what they want. They they see things yeah. and they want things. So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree. Anything to add? I don't think so. All right. So most uh, this is from the pediatrician. Most often, there's nothing wrong when a baby is crying because it's the only way they can express their emotions. But it does. I didn't pre-read any of these. By the way. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't mean that parents shouldn't pay attention to a crying baby. Instead, it's necessary to understand what the baby wants. Perhaps it's time to feed him or change their diaper. Maybe the baby's hot or cold. Yes, and you're no. Oh, uh, <laughs> at times, uh, of course, crying can mean that the baby's unwell. So it's really to check yeah. for any symptoms of a medical issue. In any case, parents gradually learn to understand what the baby's crying means in every situation and deal with it accordingly. Yeah. Um, we always knew our kids, like, they're just angry cries, too, where they're just they're just mad. Just like, <laughs> you know what? You can go calm down. <laughs> you're mad because I took this away or because you, you can you're, just go calm you're getting down. peas instead of, you know, pizza crust or something. <laughs> you could just relax there. You want to scream? Scream your little heart out. Um yeah, but it, it's different. You do. You learn your kid. Yes. And you learn it pretty quick. Yeah. But there, again, there are those times where it's just... They're just crying. To, because they're, they're crying because they can cry. Fresh. Yeah. Um, all right. Our final one for today. Mm-hmm. And we're actually going to be, you know, somewhat short today. Yeah. That's good. Um, we've been long lately. Yeah. Uh, last one for today, number 16. When is it safe to start taking my baby out? Oh, man. This is a big one. Because all people are different. I know the recommended is like two months to be out in large groups of people. I personally never made it to two months. <laughs> I went crazy, especially with our first one. Yeah. Um. And we started small. Like we would go to your parents' house and we would do like little things. Um. I don't know if there was an exact like time period for us um with Avery we were I mean it was just like two weeks or something might have been less yeah and we went to the church but we didn't let like people hold her she or, stayed in the office yeah you know. and then Michael <laughs> yeah well th- and this is what I was gonna say was we our first kid like Kaylee we were very cautious yeah we had blankets over when we did finally yes. go out not blankets you know like yeah the, like the coverings cover. Uh, we, you know, no one really held her, all that stuff. When we did finally go out, which was probably like a month and a half, month-ish. Month-ish, maybe. Um, Michael, uh, we had during the summer, you had the baby. Yeah. And a week later, you were running the VBS camp at the church. (laughs) And Michael was nine days old. But 
again. We did somewhat not... getting passed around. Not not only with people that we with, with my pa- my mom who was yeah. at the camp, my sister, Christy, um, Christy yeah. a couple. There was some leaders that yes. would take a turn. Um, but yeah, so he was like a week old. Yeah. Like he got his shots. <laughs> yes. He... We, then we, then we were at the church. Yeah. We, we had no choice. We had to, you know, um, yeah, it was just, it is what it is. You and know? I'm not like, I go stir crazy when I'm at home, like by myself. Yeah. Like I haven't, not during this like quarantine, I don't, I haven't really gone stir crazy, but like with a new baby, I would definitely went stir crazy after being home for a little bit yeah Yeah. so that's a that's a personal thing i know people are totally different and we had nothing crazy going on like we do right now oh it's yeah we've in our lives we've seen people that six months they still haven't taken the baby out (laughs) six months i mean (laughs) maybe yeah like and and it's just like okay i mean the kid's going to be able to talk by the time you like let them out into the world um and then uh then we've seen the opposite of that yes. of we've we've known people that Us. they gave birth <laughs> well, i guess a week we are... no but remember someone gave birth on like a friday and they were in the nursery on sunday yeah I like do you know that. so um it, you know, which it, I don't think we could take the baby. <laughs> I think. It, oh no, no, I think we did, but it, but it, yeah, because that's very liable for. Oh us. no, 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 no! I mean, uh, well, I mean, like the mom was at yeah, the church. She was just walking I, around, saying yeah. hi, holding the baby, and and uh, like, and so I think from a personal standpoint, it's going to differ, and it's going to differ on which kid it is. If it's your first, yes, second, third, fourth, definitely. fifth, you know, if it's just like your eighth, you probably just you know. <laughs> Um, now let's see what the pediatrician just destroys our world. Yeah. Let's see what this is. Uh, if the baby and mother are feeling well, it's perfectly okay to start going out a few days after oh, returning from home. Oh my goodness. Oh, we're okay. Fresh air and movement for the baby, uh, care of the baby carrier will Probably. be beneficial for the baby and help them sleep better. Just make sure to dress the little one properly and avoid going out if it's too hot or too cold. Probably not um, a camp full of children. <laughs> Well, here, you should remember that in early age, babies are susceptible to germs because their immune system is only developing. So don't take the baby to a mall or a supermarket during the first six to eight weeks and avoid crowded places. And of course, anyone who wants to hold the baby, wash their hands first. Yes. So a kid's camp was probably not, no. no we always had Michael them. stayed in the office. Yeah, we had people wash their hands when they, yeah. yes. Um, We're not careless parents. I, I feel like this is... <laughs> So if you're talking about just going outside, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. yeah. They, in fact, the vitamin D yes. from the sun is, you know, we were always told like, yes. I mean, you gotta be careful. Not in like not the direct, direct sun, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so oh, fresh okay. air is always good. I, I also feel like this is one of those things that, as I don't know what the other questions are, I haven't looked at all of them. Right. Um, but as you go forward, there's things that flip back and forth. Yes. Of like. You know, like... Uh, the belly button. The, the belly button. I don't know if we're going to get into this, but <laughs> the umbilical cord. cord um, it literally changed back between children. Yes. Uh, we were told with Kaylee, clean it. Yes. You alcohol. Know, alcohol. All the time. Clean it. All that kind of stuff. Uh, Avery, they said, don't do anything. Don't touch it. Don't, don't touch, touch it, it. Don't look at it. Don't nothing. <laughs> then back to Michael... Uh, you can uh, clean it. Clean it. Put some alcohol on it. Keep it clean. Um, yeah. So that I changes. think we didn't touch it Remember, because I... it fell off of Avery so quick. Well, no, the... Avery's fell off in the like 
Yeah, I know. Because Avery had to go back to the hospital. She was under the fluorescent lights. I know. Because of the jaundice. Yeah. That dried that sucker up. It yeah. just came off instantly. But I think we did it with Michael, too. We didn't touch it, and it came off quicker than Kaylee's. Yeah. I, I don't remember, honestly. It's only been four years. Now I know, like... Five, almost five. Oh. Asking my parents, like, yeah. hey, what did you do here? I can't remember five years ago. I know. Um, but, yeah, uh, it, it's... I feel like that is also one of those things that you... I think as long as you're careful, you know, you don't yeah. want to put your kid in such a bubble that then when they do get sick for the first time, it's horrendous. Right. Because their body hasn't fought off the lower level stuff. Yes. You know? Like, I agree I, with that. I... If you talk to us, we are very, I, I, we're not hippies, I guess, <laughs> of what that stereotypical term would mean. Yeah. But we're also pretty natural when it comes to stuff. Like, we're going to look for the natural thing right. first before we, yeah. My fear has always been, one day I'm going to need antibiotics, like, legitimately <laughs> because of some rare Amazon disease. Yeah. And then they're not going to work. Because your body's Cause my built body up an has built up an immunity to them. I've seen growing up, I had a couple of friends that literally they would go to the dot they they would go to they would get medication for everything mm-hmm. for every little thing. And then when they got older and they needed something, like today, if I get a headache, how many Advil do I take? One. One. <laughs> and it's gone. Like yeah. if I get a headache bad enough, because normally I I do like you know the peppermint oil first, or I or I do there's certain you know pressure points or something you could do that a lot of times it takes it away mm-hmm. or i know i just go lay down and close my eyes for five right. minutes because i've been on the computer too long yeah um but i uh, i have friends that you know they get a headache they pop four yeah <laughs> and i'm like i don't i don't know there's like that buildup. i think your body needs to develop some um, you know immunity natural um, immunity natural immunity yeah um now that doesn't mean you know letting every kid hold them no right. no at a kids camp, which they they did no, they did not. They did it. <laughs> that but, was a, yeah. a, adults, <laughs> yeah, mostly. Which was funny too, with because you had issues with Kaylee, so yes. you had a, you know, giving birth. Yeah. Um. So you weren't back to fully normal for like. Oh, it was like a, a month, month or so, maybe you know, two maybe, months. Yeah. With Michael, you gave birth. Like on a Friday, and not that following Monday, but the the next Monday, you were at camp. Yes. Walking around <laughs> teaching and and. And, you know, how we do our camps, you lead all the, all the classes and then Mm -hmm. I do the games and the competitions. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, we had backup plans, but you pretty much led the whole thing. Yeah. We have good leaders too. Yeah. We have awesome leaders. (laughs) So, yeah. All right. I could just pass stuff off to them. Uh, next, any, anything else on any of those? I don't think so. Those are pretty, I mean, those are pretty, uh, regular questions that we get asked I yeah. think, from new parents too yeah and it's questions we asked yeah oh I think yeah every definitely. single one of those we asked yes. except the swaddling one i just assumed i just thought that's what we had to do <laughs> my bigger question about swaddling was how yes the burrito the burrito um yeah so yeah. all right now uh, next week we'll do five more yeah um all right your success or failure this week all right I was thinking about this. I don't know why. I, I guess we. I feel like every day has been the same for the last few weeks. So I've struggled. Um, we have to definitely find found a a groove. A groove. Yes. Which is funny because, like, work. You know, working from home. Like, uh, I needed to do something 
uh, on Monday, but then I got caught up watching a show. Yeah. And then I sat down and I kind of worked from like midnight to like two in the morning. <laughs> I'm, I'm sort our, of getting used days. to this a little yeah. bit. But then yesterday I was so tired from being up for very, you know, whether it was playing games or sitting down and working on a project for work at two o'clock in the morning that yesterday I passed out for like three hours yeah. at like two, three o'clock. Once we go back to normal, it's going to be, it's going to be an adjustment to get back to yeah. normal. <laughs> but, um, no, we just like, there's certain cleaning stuff I have to do every single day. You know, it's just us being home and <clears throat> the kids are still just finishing up their school. And <clears throat> I've been telling the, the girls for, um, probably weeks, like, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I always, towards the end, I get something stuck in my throat. Just drink some water. <clears throat> but um, I've been telling them that I will color with them. Because I'm like, hey, we have these like huge coloring pages that we've been wanting to do forever. And we keep talking about them. And it's either I get distracted or the girls get distracted by something. So finally, yesterday, I was like, okay, we're going to do all these things that we've been telling each other that we're going to do with each other. So we... We colored, then we, they did Play-Doh, then we did Michael, I had, you know, I had to play like five rounds of Towerfall with him. <laughs> and so failure, I felt like it wasn't just me. I know it was like a combination of all of us, but I was, I kept putting this stuff off because something else would come up or, you know, busyness of just around the house. But I was like, no, we need, I need to stop and do these things that we've said we needed to do. But yeah, so we had a fun, we had a fun day yesterday. All right, so for me, my success was we played a four-player co-op <laughs> game, yes. which is me and the three children that are nine, seven, and four, <laughs> and I didn't throw one of them out of a window, <laughs> which I learned there is a word I was gonna for say. throwing someone out of a window, but now I forgot what it was. Oh, man. I don't know where my phone is. <laughs> um, you know what? I'll just save that for next week then. There you go. Uh, which I don't want to say the name of the game yet because that's going to be for my family time. Oh. But uh, yes, and it is a game that when you have four people on the screen, if you don't walk together, <laughs> no one can move forward. And so there can were times sit? where um, three of us would get very angry because <laughs> one person wouldn't move. Or they would get distracted and we look at them, we're like, what are you doing? And they'd be like looking out the window. We're like, just don't play. Well, I want to play. So I'm going to say it's a success that I didn't completely yes. lose my mind. Can I just say that sometimes I feel that way when you play the four player Super Mario Brothers? Well, yeah, it's the same kind you get, of thing. keep getting left behind. Left behind or someone throws you off a cliff. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, those four player co-op games. Yes. Uh, they test your patience. Yes. With each other. Well, and each kid and it could be team building. has various <laughs> skill levels at yes. video games um, and and attention spans. Yes. Um, you know, so I won't embarrass them by what is what. But <laughs> uh, yeah, so I count that as a su success that I didn't completely lose my mind. There were a couple times I just wanted to throw the controller and leave the room. I'm so glad you didn't do that. <laughs> but I didn't. I held it together. You did. You held it together. There were some... <laughs> Short remarks once in a while, but for the most part, I held it together. Uh, all right, family time this week or last week. Um, well, I was going to say we definitely played a lot of games together. We had a day last week where we did a puzzle, a thousand piece puzzle. We played like four 
board games in a row. We had a few get days last week, but it was just like straight family time. Yeah, I just woke up one day and just said, all right, kids, I'm yours. Yeah. <laughs> I'll play whatever you want. And I did. And I ended up playing Towerfall for most of the day with yeah, Michael. Yeah, with Michael. That is, but, um, he's obsessed with that right yeah. um, I Anything you want to do this week? Um, Ideas or? Well, we have another puzzle that we can do. But I think we've, I mean, we've been really good about having family time. So I feel like just doing what we've been doing. Yeah, um... I think uh, if you're looking for something to do and you haven't done like a thousand piece puzzle, it's a great thing to do. Yeah, it's it's calm, relaxing, and the most frustrating thing that yeah. you'll you'll do, especially when you started a joke a long time ago with one of your children. Oh my gosh! I took a piece <laughs> one time. I took a piece as a joke, and we thought it was missing. And I'm like, oh, here it is. She well, remembers now that. She does it every time. <laughs> and you forgot. <laughs> and I forgot, and I was gonna kill her. Because I was no. like, thousand pieces. And We're missing had, one. But then I got her back because I took a piece. Yes, and at I started, the end. I started blaming her. I'm like, Kaylee, this is no joke. You better give that piece. <laughs> I don't have it, Daddy. I don't. I'm like, no, you did. You just took it. I know you did. <laughs> and I had actually snuck it and put it in her pocket and uh, framed her. So she's like, I don't know how it got there. <laughs> it was fun. But... And, you know, for a four-year-old, a thousand-piece puzzle can be overwhelming. But we did this Pokemon one, and it was really good because there was all, like, different colors. So yeah, you kind of, You kind of could break it down a little that bit. That being said, after half an hour, we oh, lost they were done. both Michael and yes. Avery, the yes. four- and seven-year-old. But they did work. I mean, I, hey, I was surprised how long they actually did work on I, it. You know, we that was, like, almost three to four hours it took us to do. Yeah. So, and it was good. It was fun, though. And now we have one that's kind of hard. Yeah, I couldn't I'm a little find a worried lot of thousand about that piece, one. So, yeah. <laughs> it's outer space. There's a lot of just black. <laughs> um, my other thing was the Minecraft Dungeons. That's oh, the yes. game that we downloaded. It is. It actually uh, is the first time in, I think it said three months, it's the first game to actually surpass on the Switch uh, Animal Crossing. Oh, really? Minecraft Dungeons is now the number one game. We have it for the Xbox because we have that Game Pass. Um, but yeah, it's really fun. It's mm-hmm. just fun to sit down with the kids. It's not expensive either. I mean, for us, it's free because we have like the Netflix of Xbox, but, um, well, quote unquote free. Although I only paid a dollar for like, yeah. I got it during that deal. So I have like three <laughs> more years of the game pass. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's, you just run around. It's very simple. It looks cool. You get, you get loot and, uh, it's been fun explain me who it i am a video gamer when um you know they're like daddy what's a mob why do we keep dying and i'm like because you keep activating too many um it's why like michael and i can beat stuff faster or like just me and avery it's because i can overcome like two but as you play the game the more players that log in the more health and enemies that are there Mm. so i can defeat because they don't all know how to use their abilities and all that kind of stuff. So I can defeat, you know, maybe two players worth. <laughs> but when there's four of them and none of them are using abilities, yeah. they're like, Daddy, we keep dying. Why is this so hard? I'm like, because you're not pushing any button other than X. Um, but anyways, it's it's fun. Um, we, we, we've been having a lot of fun with it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I recommend it. All right. How are you relaxing this week? Um, I've still been enjoying the piano. <laughs> I I have been loving it, and I actually feel like I'm actually like playing songs now, <laughs> like full songs. Yeah, um, I I fell behind. I need to I need to do some. 
This week, for me, I am relaxing with Destiny has its new season. Yes. So that is where I will be. Man, I play a lot of video games. <laughs> I like video games. <laughs> All right. Is your heart clear? Yes. All right. So, uh, you know, like always, if you like it, share it. You know, thanks for listening. You can put a star or more of them. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, however it works. Uh And uh, we'll see everybody next time or talk next time. (laughs) I'm not good at this wrap up part, (laughs) but I do have a joke for you. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. What do you get when you combine a rhetorical question and a joke? I don't know. You're just going to be silent, aren't you? All right. Goodbye, everybody. Have a great day. Bye.